0: welcome to today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have Brian Hogue, uh, also known as Jack Shadow from Chiller Night Theater. Um, he is a horror host and more. Uh, tell us about yourself, Brian.
1: Well, first of all, thank you, Paul, for having me on your show. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, no I, I, I've been doing horror hosting as Jack Shadow. I look a little different when I'm in, in costume and my other persona. Um, I've been doing it since 2008. Um, the, the, my character's been around since 2006. He started out as a kind of just a, the, the feature character in, in one of my haunted houses. And uh, the guest, he is the first character that the guest would meet. He'd give this little speech to set the mood and before ushering them into the uh the terrors beyond but uh and then uh two years after that i started up a hosted horror show on our our local tv station and it was going to be a different host uh i actually didn't want (laughs) to i wasn't going to be the the host it was going to be somebody else and i was just going to like stop in from time to time and the tv station the uh the the board they asked if jack shadow would be the the host and it wasn't a condition on whether the, the show would air or not i i just they thought it would be a, a pretty entertaining so i i was like wow i don't know if i want to get all decked up you know because it's it's the 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 costume is quite layered yeah. you know it's not yeah. just something i can throw on or um you know, in five minutes. So, But I did, and I've been doing it ever since. Uh, in May, it'll be uh, coming up on 14 years, I believe, yeah.
0: That's a pretty good I... run right
1: there. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Here's because... a picture of him, I'm sorry. Here's a, here's a picture of, of Jack, if if your viewers aren't uh, familiar with him. The one, the, the chap right there in the middle. So, <laughs> there he is. Oh, and then my wife, Ava she plays Aura the Witch and then this is uh, Samantha Diener. she plays uh, Elvon Nock, the vampire character so and so we've been doing this for years now just having fun with it
0: now uh, um it, it's funny because um locally we had uh Dr. Creep the horror host Dr. Creep mm-hmm. um and i remember him as a kid then he kind of disappeared and then i found him because the local public access television channel was running him. And then I end up meeting his producer director. And then I met him and it goes on from there. Um, and it, it's funny cause, cause I'm finding out that a lot of these horror hosts are connected in some way, shape or form. Like, Oh, they knew this guy or this guy or this guy um, mm-hmm. who, who was, who, who did anybody, like you're, you're, you're somebody you looked up to that, that inspired you to do the horror host or help with your character, I guess?
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, that would be Bill Chili Billy Cardell from Pittsburgh. He used to play every Saturday night. We used to, that was such a big part of my uh, growing up As my family would sit around on Saturday nights watching this uh, out of Pittsburgh, Bill Cardell, uh, Chili Billy. And his show was called Chiller Theater. Now I checked with him myself mm-hmm. and, and I checked with the, the man himself. I said, I said, uh, I actually went to his house. I was, uh, he was a guest on my show. he's been on my show. He was a bit very supportive of what I was doing. And I even asked him, I said, Hey, are you okay with me taking an, a name? That's so I'll put the logo up here in the background. Um, just, you can you can see here that chiller night uh, this is what I use when I do my Saturday night shows uh, the background but I said are you are you okay with me using um, a name that's so similar he says Brian I I wouldn't have cared if you would have called your show son of chiller or you know he says I wouldn't have cared so he was very supportive of what I was doing but he was my inspiration and if some of your viewers might not know who that is um, do I have a Oh, yeah. I've got a. uh,
0: Some people may know him because he was in Night of the Living Dead, too. Night of the Living Dead. I was going to
1: mention that. Yeah. He was the, he played himself, the anchorman in in Night of the Living Dead. So, yeah. Bill Cardell, very uh, beloved uh, resident of of Pittsburgh. Um, But I've just always loved it. And uh, that was my inspiration for doing what I do
0: no no do you, I, you you got a pretty elaborate get up you got the mask and the the hat and the, the whole cloak and stuff like that um do you ever regret going that far out for one or because i've talked to other horror hosts and they're like yeah i'm just glad i went with the hat and the sunglasses or you know <laughs> do i uh i don't I,
1: I guess i'd be lying if i said there were times where <laughs> you know i kind of regret it but but um but I I also know that uh, there is a nice uh, uh, there's a lot of nice feedback from from my viewers who love that character um, and 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 I, I appreciate you asking prior to this if I wanted to do the the. Um, the interview in character or yeah. as myself, and there were a couple reasons why I, I chose to just do it naturally because I think we get a much more natural and organic conversation here oh, yeah. with just me. But there's also, um, um, you know, the costume itself. Like I said, it's 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 quite layered and, and mm-hmm. it does take some time to get into. But the the main factor was the voice. You know, the voice is, is quite a strain on my throat to to do the voice for that long. Now, I've done that character in, in Haunted Houses that the duration of several hours, but there's always breaks in between, yeah. you know, the groups. And it's not a continuous, ongoing conversation, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, do you Do you, because I've had other people tell me that, have you ever been out where people have like, Yeah, I know you have the mask, you have the thing, you do the voice, but you ever have people know who you are? Like just kind of like something you say or something, people get a notice from it just out in public? Not so,
1: I mean, not really because uh, for the first seven years we kept the identity completely secret. In fact, even on the credits, you'd see Jack Shadow as himself. Uh, I didn't come out. I didn't come out and, and let anybody know publicly who played Jack Shadow for all those years, even doing The Haunted House. We'd have people asking. And I, I'd have uh, even uh, reporters asking me, to, you know, wanted to do a little article, maybe came through one of my haunted houses and came across that character and said, you know, we'd like to do a little article. And I said, that's fine. They wanted to know who who the character was i said i can't tell you and i've missed out on interviews that way because they didn't want to take information from anonymous sources so i'm like okay that's uh I, b- but it, it it really generated a lot of interest you know it was kind of fun those first 7 years and and it it just happened to be where i was doing somebody's um uh internet podcast mm-hmm. like this and And they knew who I was and they asked about it. And it was my fault because I didn't say beforehand. Yeah. Hey, I don't, I don't really disclose the identity. But then at that point I figured, well, it's, it's 2015. I've been doing this for seven years. I, I, you know, okay, let's just come out and say it. But I do kind of regret. I, I do kind of like to go back to those days. That was a lot of fun for me. Um, but being recognized uh not so much i mean i do do a uh a show chiller chat where it's just me Mm -hmm. um, interviewing folks and and in that regard some you know occasionally i'll I'll be recognized or my saturday night uh pre-show i do but but now it's people don't generally look at me there's jack shadow i don't i don't normally get that too much
0: (laughs) yeah because it's it's now with people with very distinct voices it's people i've talked to other ones and they're like yeah they're like i i did not think anybody would recognize me because you know i'm completely different and then they're like they recognized my voice and that's because you know you have a distinct voice i could i could see something like that but you say you do you know you do it with with a voice you know a, a different act, well, with a different voice so yeah it would be hard for people to identify you but
1: yeah it's it's a um it, it's it's a much different voice and then and then after I chose that voice I you know that was one of those regrets at at, at first it's like oh my gosh why but I didn't know at the time this is back in 2006 I didn't know it was going to be a reoccurring character and I really didn't know that it was going to be uh, uh, a reoccurring character on its own uh, hosted horror show so when I start this show out and I do this good evening welcome to chiller night theater you know like that is not a natural thing for me whatsoever oh, yeah. to be doing especially for a, a long duration of time um but yeah so so they don't recognize my voice you know <laughs> and i'm just like this yeah sorry about that
0: oh no problem the <laughs> cat um, decided she needed to come visit um. <laughs> okay, this is there. Here, here's where we start getting into the questions I ask everybody. Okay. Okay. Money's no object. What movie are you putting on your show?
1: If money's no object, the movie I would put on my show, I guess for uh, nostalgia's sake, I would love to play The Bride of Frankenstein. I know there are much bigger productions and more obviously more modern up-to-date movies that um, maybe upon a little bit more thought, I might, I might give you a different answer, but just initially, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies. Um, just because I love universal uh, horror. I, I've, I love those, those monsters, but that movie in particular has its real, has a, a special place in my heart. It's always just been, you um, I guess nostalgia sake. I, I, for many years, uh, it was always my Halloween movie. You know, um, so I guess I guess just because I, I love that movie
0: so much, that would probably be it. Yeah, I, I can understand that one. That's uh, probably my go-to Frankenstein movie. That's oh, that's the one that that if you know because I have the box set with all the, the Frankenstein movies, I will go to Bride a couple times a year probably.
1: So. Yeah. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. I love it. Yep. All right.
0: Second one. Second. Second. Uh, Money's no object. Money's no object. Who are you bringing on your show? I, you know, who I think would be would
1: be interesting to have on the show, um, especially in regards to horror hosts, would be Cassandra Peterson, Elvira, of course. Uh, yeah. I, I think. Not only would there be a, a rich history, of course, of horror hosting that, you know, you could be able to have a really, really uh, good, hearty conversation about, but just her character, personality in general would, I think she'd just be fun to talk to, you know? I think she'd be legitimately just a fun person to talk to. So i have to say Cassandra Peterson.
0: Cool, cool. Um, now, I've I've asked this to people too. Have you ever had a show... Where you've done the entire show, got the show finished, went to air it, and then found out it was not in public domain or one that you couldn't air?
1: No, I, I found out, um, I, you know, like after the fact on YouTube, <laughs> like such has been uh, the the um, lament of many a horror host yes. who had their shows on, on YouTube. You find out after the fact. Because you can go and you can check and you can recheck and you, you think you're okay, and then you get that that uh, that notice by YouTube. So it's 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 um, I never would intentionally like set out to do that, but um, but after the fact on YouTube is when I I have
0: found out. Well, I, I know that that um, I talked with another host and they had an issue with uh, I think Legend of Boggy Creek supposedly Legend of Boggy Creek was in public domain, and then suddenly it wasn't in public domain anymore. And yeah. it was after they had already done the entire episode. <laughs> you know, there
1: have, been, there have been shows, too, that, that uh, have a long history of being on public domain, like the Satanic Rites of Dracula, I Bury the Living. Mm-hmm. You know, that th- there's never been an issue in the past but but now they're being taken off of youtube so i i mean i don't know if that means like like satanic rights of dracula if warner brothers has renewed the license i'm, I'm not as familiar with the, that process how that works um
0: well, i know somebody did like the christopher lee dracula box set that probably has something to do with the that um but yeah yeah the, the, there's it's funny because I, I went before I started doing this and going back and doing my cartoon show and stuff like that, I initially talked to a friend of mine and I was like, man, I think about being a horror host. And then I, I kind of looked into it. And I was like, man, there's so many good people out there. I was like, I don't want to be a bad one. So I would rather leave that to them. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good horror host. I would probably be a bad horror
1: host. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I, I because I've, here's my take on it is if you're doing what you love to do and you're having fun with it, you're going to be good at that. I mean, I, that's my, if you're, if you love it, that's going to show, oh, yeah. you know, and, and I think the viewers are going to have just as much fun with that because they're watching, because not that these are the most stellar, uh, movies out there and available right now. There's something about that. Um, these, these chillers, uh, you know, that, um, um, that just hold a special place in people's hearts, the, the nostalgia. That's what it is with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of these movies are hard to sit through, but uh, it's just my love for, uh, it takes me back. And I think that's what it is with a lot of people, uh, maybe, you know, my age and older, that it takes you back. It takes you back to a time when that was such a fun thing on the, sat- the Saturday night hosted horror show and uh it's that it's the experience of it uh i think probably more so than the quality of the movie to me i kind of equate it like sitting around the the campfire you know hearing the ghost story you know the one that you maybe heard uh half a dozen times before but you're willing to just sit there the atmosphere is just right and you're ready to hear it again you know
0: and and it's it's nice because a lot of you know, I grew up on horror host and, and a lot of them were, you know, quote unquote, family friendly. You had the, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and it's, it's kind of cool because sometimes I will just find a horror host and stuff like that. That's why I have found a lot of people on TV or not on TV, on YouTube and stuff like that. I've been able to post all that. Well, not post that. I've been able to show it all at the shop because I, I have a comic book shop. So I have my TV behind me and I will just Find a horror host, and I'll just watch a movie. And it's it's nothing. I have to shut off if somebody comes in, or yeah, you know, it's. And a lot of people, I've, I get a lot of younger guys, um, who come in or like they're asking me like, what is this? Like, oh, you don't know what a horror host is? Oh, I'm going to teach you. And (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, well, that sounds kind of cool. I'm like, well, do they make fun of the movie? I'm like, yeah, there are some who make fun of the movie, and then there's some who, you know, will praise it and there's some who just kind of go with the flow of the movie and if it is a hokey movie that 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 pokes fun at itself they'll poke fun at it but if it's a serious movie they'll take it serious and yeah so um you know and and it's it's kind of nice that that's come back um it's something that i thought was gone um i thought you know horror hosts were a thing of the past and then um I discovered, like I said, when when um, in the early two thousands, I discovered it on public access, um, and then I went to a couple horror conventions, and I was like, all these horror hosts there from all these different places, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So I bought some DVDs off of some people, and I went home and I watched them, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then they're like, oh yeah, will you check out our YouTube channel. I'm like, oh, you have a. YouTube? <laughs> so I started. And it yeah. Did i have the same experience i
1: had the same experience i didn't know that it was uh that there were so many of them and and when i started my idea i honestly like when i was growing up i didn't know there were other horror hosts i just thought it was chilly billy I'm bill cardell i just thought it was chiller theater uh, when i was a kid you know i didn't understand that you know that was just a it was a local somewhat local uh yeah. tv station and so I just thought it was Chili Belly. And then I started hearing about Elvira, you know, back in the early 80s. Like, well, who's this? I didn't know. I didn't know who that was or where that show was airing out of. Um, but then, it, and when I first initially uh, uh, pitched my show to the local TV station, um, uh, I, I, I still thought that that was a kind of unique thing and it was for our area because we hadn't had that since Bill Cardell, since Chili Billy. Yeah. And that was that was back in that that ended back in like the New Year's Eve of 84, you know, going into 84. So that's how long ago that was. And and then I would do the same thing. I went to I'd go to conventions, horror conventions, and I'd see all kinds of of horror hosts. I thought, wow, that's that's really it, it, it's kind of neat that to, to think that because some of them are pretty young yet. Yeah. You know, to think that wow, they're they've taken an interest in these old these old movies.
0: That's that's pretty neat, you know, I think. Yeah, it, it's it's weird because you know, I'm finding I've been interviewing some people. Well, there's a lot of them around my age, you know, 40s and stuff like that. And then I'm finding a couple of these and those are like, oh, they're in their 30s, oh, they're late 20s. I'm like, wow, how did you find out about it? And they're like, oh, our parents, or you know, yeah. were connected to or they were actually connected to a horror host in some way shape or form like it was their uncle or or a relative or a friend of the family or something like that i'm like well that's kind of cool too so um
1: well when uh, you you mentioned about the family friendly thing and and like honestly when i first started like back in 2008 i i over just thrown you know the 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 usual suspects you know the the usual public domain movies mm -hmm. that i want of course you want to you know hit Vincent Price and the big names of Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee, anything you can get with public domain. But it never occurred to me. Like I wasn't really thinking family friendly. I kind of was. Like I didn't want to go out of my way to put anything, you know, indecent on. However, it really hit me. It really struck me later that year. I started up in May of 2008. Then later on in October, when I was having my haunted house, I would get these families coming through my haunted house in the first room. Mm -hmm. and there'd be you know parents with their little kids and they'd be there oh little little sally there's your there's jack there's jack you know what are you playing tomorrow night there, jack and 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 i i was actually unaware that there were that many kids watching the show and one of them gave me a little a little frame of the they do they drew a little like part uh uh frame around the picture and put a picture of me they they blew up a picture of me from i guess off of myspace at the time or something and uh i just like i was i was kind of uh surprised by that um and, and so you know i would always make sure my my movies you know the show was was family friendly it might be an innuendo that might be the simpsons level of of you know winking and a nod here and there but um But otherwise, it was it was always something I wanted. I wanted my experience to be shared, uh, you know, of me when I was growing up, sitting around the TV with my parents watching, you know, Chiller Theater. And so I kind of wanted to recreate that. And uh, but uh, that was a little strange for me. I, I didn't realize there was that many kids that was watching. And so Jack Shadow, on some occasion would do little magic tricks and stuff in between, you know, during his segment. Something that I, I, it was catered more toward the, the kids watching, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, you said you had the haunted house. Now, how long did you, are you still running the haunted house or is that kind of gone long? So Jack Shadow's still out there going to the haunted house? Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I've done several of them. I, I, I've done, uh, let's see, I'm on my third, I'm on my third haunt as far as uh um i i moved my latest one is because i moved from the area that i used to live in Not not far about 30 miles but you know so i started one up here locally uh several years back and introduced this new community to jack shadow and the chiller night theater you know and i always put put in there you know chiller night theater presents you know you know the Harrisville haunted house, or the you know it was before it was the dark domain, the house of terror, and like I, that way it gets them to look into what's this children's night theater, you know what's this character on, um, so that was my yeah that was my thing was haunted houses, and then from that it, it, the character evolved into a horror
0: host. <laughs> You're like uh, the third one I've interviewed that that's how their their horror host came about. So, now did you ever have like a proto Jack? Oh, let me, go ahead. I see you're going to say something. No, no.
1: What 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 was the question? Was, I have what now?
0: Did you ever have like a proto Jack before, or was Jack fully formed when you started doing it, or did you have like a like a you know like early stages? It's weird. No, he was he was
1: fully. I guess uh, developed character wise, right, right out the gate. And, and, and it was, uh, maybe it's stuff that I've collected through my childhood, I don't know. But there were certain, uh, certain uh, ways that he would talk. And I didn't want to give him like an outright English accent or nothing, but I wanted there to be a little bit of a, a, a slant on his accent to where you didn't think he was from around here necessarily because um, I wanted to kind of combine our traditional American Halloween look and feel to the, uh, the Victorian look of uh, the, the horror gentlemen of, of England. And uh, I kind of mixed that with the different characters. Like, uh, you know, I'd watch, I'd watch different characters on TV, like, uh, like V for Vendetta, you know, and the, certain ways that uh you know Grand uh, uh mannerisms that i i don't i i talk a lot with my hands but of yeah. course they're embellished and and everything when i'm jack shadow uh, he's quite a showman uh, kind of the carnival barker t- character and uh so no he was this the only thing that changed for the the hosted horror show was a little bit more of a well quite a bit more of a comedic uh Uh, turn for him because i've even even after i started doing the horror hosting i've had people coming in expecting that character to be like they're seeing on tv and it's like i had like you're creepier and you're on the show you know um because i it started out it's just a creepy very uncomfortable character to have in your personal space Mm -hmm. and it was all intentional with the uh, down to the eyes and and the the manner in which he was moving around the room uh, uh to creep the people out and then now over the years he has uh, i think there's a good balance because you know, when people come in they they do expect to see the host mm-hmm. as well as that um the the you know the sam Hain gatekeeper character you know that he plays so
0: now yeah. How how many people work on your show? You've got your wife and um. I, sorry, I missed the name. I forgot the oh, name. Oh, uh, Samantha Daner. She plays yeah. uh,
1: the the, um, the the vampire character, one Knock. Uh, well, that was it. I mean, over the years, we've had very you know a uh, character or two that have come and gone. Um, and and we have Walter, the zombie, who's always the off-screen uh character who Jack might uh. uh do some mocking you know or maybe there's a little bit of a feedback but a lot of the times it is just me doing it um uh, now since i've i've done the show if you're watching if you ever watch show and i theater or see some of them on youtube you notice you notice uh differences in the set and the quality um but now since i've been with uh, stream tv since since uh, fall of 2017 um all the stuff that we do in the in the TV studio is a lot nicer than what I've I've done in the past. See, I when I first started out, I had like a little crew to help me. Yeah. And we were doing the very early shows was we were doing the hosted horror show. Mm-hmm. We did chiller chat right away. And uh who's your buddy there? Who is that?
0: <laughs> that is that is my wife's dog Abby. My Abby.
1: My dog. Oh my I dogs. had a dog named Abby once.
0: Chilling out over here. <laughs> she's a, uh, she is wanting something. What do you want? I, I don't have anything. Okay.
1: Hi, Abby. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> she,
0: she's super lovable. And then I have, ah,
1: uh, uh, she looks friendly.
0: Uh, oh, oh. This one's mine. <laughs> no, who? no, who's that? This is Lulu
1: lulu and abby oh oh, oh, oh. Oh, they're they're
0: they're, they're still getting (laughs) used to each other oh hush they uh we we just got lou not too long ago and uh we've had her we've had abby for a couple years and uh lou's only been here with us for about a month (laughs) so oh okay (laughs) she still gets what you ready hold on one second let's
1: And well I, well what I what I was saying is um the uh when when the show when we did the when I first started the show, there was like a little crew. You were mm-hmm. asking me about that the uh, yeah. follow-up to that. Um there was a little crew and we were doing honestly, it was it was a, a very ambitious endeavor. I mean it, we had the 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 movie, the host, the horror host, we had a co-host, we had um so we're coming up with uh, you know skits, of course, and we had musical guests, Ooh. and we had a segment, an interview segment called Chiller Chat. Who I've had, I've had, uh, you know, Tom Savini on on Chiller Chat. I've had uh, several ghost uh, investigation uh, teams on, and we go out and actually, you know, uh, go on site with them to the various locations. I've had Russ Reiner, um John. Uh, russo i've had uh, gary Striner, russ's brother who worked on the, the production the night of living dead john you know yeah. and um i've had i've had jim crutt the helicopter zombie from dawn of the dead i've had uh, my favorite wrestler growing up uh, bill edie who was the mass superstar uh this guy right here i actually got to have him on my on my show and He's we good. were showing one night one of the uh I don't know, Mexican wrestling movies, you know, with the master, you know, El Santo. And I had him on. And he gave me, I, I had this sitting here, but so I could show this. He gave me one of his masks, um, which is kind of cool. This yeah. is very cool, actually. I mean, but I do chiller chat. There's I just I'm I'm myself when I do chiller chat. Um, but I've 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 that became its own show back in 2017. Uh, but we were doing all kinds of stuff uh, in those early years, and then I and then I was just for for many years doing it just on my own. And then um, you know, here we
0: are. I'm still doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah. so.
0: like I said, i've I've got respect for for people who either a, and it's funny because I've got respect for horror Host, period. It's the fact that you guys are doing what you love, getting out there, putting these shows together. And, you know, I know some of them, you know, I've talked to some, and they're like, it's a shoestring budget, you know, you're working with, you know, next to nothing, or, you know, you're doing it all yourself. Or if you do have a crew, it's literally like friends and family. And I was like, but but I do I have nothing but respect for all you guys no matter how you're doing it that the fact that you're just doing it is is amazing and I appreciate it. Oh, so
1: I I thank you. I I do appreciate that. Um it was such a like I said before it was such a big part of my childhood and such I had such fond memories and I just wanted to kind of I I thought if I could just give a little bit of that back what I grew up with and then to me that was that would have been very rewarding um another thing has been rewarding i've mentioned uh, having those guests on chiller chat mm-hmm. and um like i said this this to me like like this guy the mass superstar bill edie you might know him as or some of some of the younger viewers might know him as axe, axe. demolition De- yep. you know? um but uh, t- i watched i watched uh, georgia championship wrestling every saturday on tbs six and then, five that, What's that?
0: 6.05. 6.05, yeah, yep.
1: oh, Uh <laughs> Watch that, and then later on that night, it was Chiller Theater. So those two things really stuck with me. And then I, I, I actually did for some time, for several years, uh, a, a professional wrestling program that, that aired out of the uh, Eerie's uh, NBC, NBC affiliate station, uh, WICU. It was called Dark Horse Championship Wrestling and uh yeah it was a weekly show that ran for almost two years uh studio wrestling you know uh, that was that was so much fun but that was expensive you were talking about shoestring budgets that's something i couldn't do on a shoestring budget uh i wish i could have but that was that was uh i had to get major you know like sponsorships and a lot of money went into that i mean it was it was uh it was very expensive most of the money even when i was doing the uh the chiller stuff was more more with chiller chat it's Mm -hmm. actually uh um uh pay various guests i mean for their time yeah and and effort to to because they might have traveled to be on the show or or just taking up their time um but yeah but it's all been a great experience i've had a lot of fun and i I give my wife a lot of credit. She's been very, su- super supportive. We met in one of my haunted houses back in 2007. And she's been with me all along, whether it you know, be the haunted houses or, or the chiller shows. Um, and even wrestling. She doesn't like wrestling, but she loves uh, when I'm taping the shows or when I was taping the shows, because she, she I don't know, she, she just saw how fun it was. You know, everybody was having such a great time.
0: My wife's the same way. I uh, I have some friends that used to run a wrestling organization locally, and uh, she'd occasionally go with us, and she'd be down there watching it, just hanging out with us all and and watching us get all excited. And uh, uh-huh. she'd be like, guys are weird, but this is fun. I was like, there's nothing like live wrestling. It's It's a beast onto yeah. itself it's it's a uh, it's so much fun
1: yeah speaking of live like i i would love to have i would love like if i if i get that back up and running i would love for it to be live like a yeah. live show not just mm-hmm. uh pre-taped but another thing like i've been i've been doing is uh more and more of for the last several years is live chill night theaters mm-hmm and inner you know jack shadow interacting with the viewers now uh, d- during the online version of the show yeah and it was like i i i during the, the bumpers, bumpers yeah, i'd say you were watching an a live unedited version of the show you're you're literally the uh the the online studio audience the virtual studio audience you're going to see glitches mistakes you know you're here for the taping of the show and that was really well received i was uh i was i had so much fun with it. i have so much fun with the last one i did was last week um, that's cool yeah and and it was kind of cool because i set up a little you know crystal ball where jack will say you know give his little uh, di- uh dialogue you know uh, as to what we just saw in, in the movie and then like Let's see now what you chiller maniacs are up to. You know, looking in the crystal ball, and 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 it's kind of cool. It can be talking, communicating live with with the viewers. So that's always fun. Then I edit the show and send it to Stream TV, and it'll, you know, play the the next week as a a nice packaged episode.
0: <laughs> that's cool. Um, the the. the, the anytime anybody does the live stuff that's that's pretty that's really good because i've i've been tr- i have people asking me to do a live show i'm like i logistically i don't know if i can <laughs> oh. <laughs> i uh i was like well too- i don't know it's it's
1: it is fun there's a you know what i it's harder it's more pressure mm-hmm. you know obviously there's um If you get it the way you want it, you don't want a second take. You you want to do everything almost like almost as if you're you're on stage. Mm -hmm. You know, it's you've got the audience sitting there looking at you, yeah, expecting a show. And uh, so I like that though. I like that pressure. I guess that gives me more of a thrill, and it gives the show a little bit more of a pulse. You know. And and that's that's the way I look at it. It's it's a little bit more thrilling for me. Plus, if I was a viewer, watching watching this, you know, come on, I would be. I don't know. I I think that it would be much more interesting that way. You know, to watch the the horror host and and watch it live. You know,
0: yeah. I can, That'd be really cool. Um, I I kind of do. I don't do that, but. I don't know if you do it, but when, you're, when your episode drops on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, do you ever just, like, get into the, when it's airing, be chatting with people and stuff like that as the episode airs? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually, when we're doing
1: the live shows, uh, as the movie's, you know, being played. This is the on now. What I do? Let me let me back it up a little bit for, for viewers who might not understand what I'm talking about. When I say I'm going the live show, what happens is I'll run it on through OBS. I've got this running. I'll do the opening credits, and then the, the bad part is they see Jack standing there with the with the, you know the mouse, and I have to I have to start everything up, and then I do my thing, and then it goes to the movie. Now when it goes to the movie. I sit here and I'm chatting with the viewers like behind the scenes as the movie's playing. So everything's live, you know, all the comments and and the chatting. Um, so, and that's a lot of fun because then I can bring up something that somebody said when I go
0: live next. Yeah. And so I I have, I have a full week from point A to point B. So sometimes I'll forget. (laughs) What's real bad is if I remember what they said but can't remember who said it. And then I feel bad, but I'm like, I'm sorry. This is somebody said this. And <laughs> I should yeah. I, I
1: that's been a lot of fun. I've done chiller chat that way too. The chiller the 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 talk show. I've done that live. Uh mm-hmm. when COVID when COVID's uh hit, that's when that's when most of my stuff did go lot. I didn't do it because of that. I mean, that certainly pushed it in that direction, but I had always wanted it to be live regardless, and that just kind of, like I say, it it kind of pushed it, but one of the things I wanted to show is kind of, I I didn't think people would want to sit here and look at me the whole time and be all that captivated, but uh, what I did do, because they probably wanted to see Jack Shadow, but I wanted to at least show, this was something from a a guest I had on Chiller Chat named Phil Wilson, he's an artist, he worked on The Creep Show, you know, the animation Mm -hmm. from The Creep Show. And one of the things he did, oh, and then the, you know, Greg Nicotero started the creep show series back up. This was one of the sketches that he had done for one of the, uh, the, the nighttime scenes for the neighborhood. You know, this is before it was all painted up, but yeah. he gave me a copy of that. But these are actual animation cells. Oh, yeah. From, this one's from creep Show 2, The Creep, of course. Yeah. And, um. I just want, I'm sorry, a little show and tell minute here. Uh, I love these things. These are so, you know, to me, these are so cool. There's uh, the 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 rhino bully kid from Creep Show One, the kid who gets eaten by the by the, the
0: Venus boy. flytrap.
1: Yeah. There's that one. And then here's uh, here's another one of him. But but Phil, he he and Rick Catazone was one of my art instructors when I was at the Pits, uh, the Art Institute of Pittsburgh both of them uh worked there's others as well worked on creep show the animation but i love that animation style too that they did for that movie and here's here's another one of the of the kids uh actually that goes that gets layered with this one here with the plant eating uh monsters before they get eaten Fix that what well, I wanted to show, though, is I just I love stuff like that because these are actually gifts from from one of my guests, just like the mass superstar gave me a mask, you know, but I love stuff like this. And and to me, this stuff is so valuable for being such a horror fan to, uh, to have stuff like this in my collection. Um, so I just kind of wanted to share that with you with you
0: guys. That's pretty neat stuff there.
1: Oh, here's a painting. This is one of the viewers gave me this. It's a painting of uh, Bill Cardell. I was talking about my horror host. You can see some yeah. reflection there, but uh, this was a painting by Phil Wilson, the same guy who, who gave me those, uh, those animation cells. Wow. Um, so that was, that's kind of cool. I just love
0: stuff like that. You know, I, that's amazingly cool. Um, I, I have kind of stuff like that. I, I, I was, um, one of my f- good friends did, uh um I love G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe nerd from uh-huh. when I was a little kid. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I used to watch
0: that all the time. He did uh the 2000s G.I. Joe comic book, and I have 30, like 38 pages of original artwork from a G.I. Joe comic book, and oh, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, some of it's framed up at, the, at my shop, and and uh, some of it's just actually put away because I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to put all this, but it looks neat when it's hung up, so. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, I and, know.
1: My my little studio office here has got, you know, very limited space, so I I don't really have a place to hang everything. I had that picture hung up, but, um, yeah, I just don't have enough wall space to put everything that, uh, you know, that I would like to have up.
0: Oh, yeah. So, l- luckily, I've got this whole, thing down here which i'm getting ready to redo again so (laughs) um i i got another question for you what advice do you have for upcoming horror hosts maybe like finding their character and and things like that
1: i well i i guess i'd start with why do you want to do it why what's making you do that is it is it you're inspired by A horror house that you grew up with and you want to share that experience with with the other viewers if that is the case then find whatever is causing that love and pour that into the character i mean uh, you know some people um i guess that's going to be a lot of it why are you doing it to begin with why you know if you're on there to get you know, make money or get views—that uh, might not necessarily be a, you know, the end-all, be-all reason. Uh, because I, I mean, I, I certainly don't make anything from this except for you know the the few occasions where I'm getting sponsorship or something mm-hmm. like that or merchandise. But but um, it's not about that. Um, it's just because of my love for horror. If that's your reason, then then they get character. Um, what do you want to see in that character? What what's horror mean to you? I mean. To me, it was like uh, that Jack Shadow character kind of encapsulated everything that I love about horror. You know, he was, you know, the, his background is he's he's uh, I'm sitting right outside his castle, actually, in, in the Dark Domain. You know, is uh his 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 land of Halloween, and and uh, you know, I love horror, Halloween, and of course the horror host. So I took all that stuff. Like, what what do I want this character to be? Um. And if you don't know that, I guess I, that would be I, that'd be my first thing. What, what What do you want to do it for? What What's causing you to want to do this? If If you just love old horror movies and um, you just want to make fun of them and and have a lot of fun, that's that's something too. You might want to be um, that character might be more of a clown character or maybe an Elvira. Kind, I don't know. Um, but I, I think the, re- the reason you're doing it is going to, is going to really be a, a determining factor of, of developing your character,
0: you know? Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've talked to people and they've given the same um, um, advice that I've heard wrestlers give when people get the wrestlers' characters is uh, find something about your, your person and then turn it up to 11. So <laughs> you are yeah. an exaggerated version of yourself. So yeah, well that's good
1: advice. Yeah, that's real good advice. Um, yeah, you don't want to play something. I, I remember Bill Eady. I was talking about him, the mass superstar. You know, he he said he has said before in in various interviews, like he's been asked to go to a, a territory. Back in the territory days I don't know if uh, young viewers would know what that means <laughs> younger viewers back in the old days of the territories when you go in and the promoter would say okay, I want you to do a cowboy character or something and no no I'm I don't I don't have any um, inclination to do that that's going to come off as so unnatural for me mm-hmm. you know and, and I I you know but the mass superstar. Oh, my gosh. Now, that was before. I didn't really watch it back when he was doing acts. I'm obviously aware of that character. But Mm -hmm. when I was growing up watching wrestling in the 70s and early 80s, early 80s, um, that was such a, my gosh, you could rarely find a better heel than that. Because he could do everything in the ring, big, strong, imposing-looking guy. But he also had that command presence on the mic, you know, to do those promos
0: boy you really hung on
1: everything he was saying cuz he wasn't out there shouting and screaming you know he was he was very articulate in what he was doing and now if he was playing a character that uh, like a like a cowboy character or something you know that that he didn't want to do or wasn't part of him then he wouldn't have he wouldn't have stood out and I wouldn't be talking about him uh all these years later you know
0: oh yeah was like looking at some of these early wrestlers and seeing their early incarnations of these characters before they were able to do. I mean, they had Bret Hart was Cowboy Bret Hart at one point. He, Stone
1: Cold Steve Austin, the the Hollywood the Hollywood blonde,
0: Hollywood blonde. Uh, character, and then the Ringmaster. So <laughs> yeah. back when he was with the uh, Flying Brian Pillman. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it. I like that. I like that. What? You, how you just put it? You know, find your character and, you know, that 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 quality and 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 shoot it up to like eleven.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the. And uh, it's it's funny because, like I said, I to you and you like, uh, you know, Jack Shadow has the full makeup stuff like that. Uh, I have other ones that are like, man, he goes. That's the one thing I regret is is doing the, the face paint or the, and. I laugh. I go well. I was like, I got lazy when I made my character for my Saturday morning show. It's literally me with a bathrobe on. That is my character. <laughs> that's me. Oh, first well, thing but in that morning.
1: makes sense, though. You say it's Saturday morning, right? Yeah. Like a Saturday morning card. Perfect.
0: <laughs> yep, that's what I do. Saturday morning, yeah. I get. It. I was like, occasionally, I guess. If you pan back, I'm wearing pajama pants. That's about the least.
1: <laughs> Well, I I've, I've started to, just to keep more content going, mm-hmm. I have been appearing as guest host for Jack Shadow, standing in for Jack Shadow uh, to, to crank out more content because quite frankly, I've got so much going on right now that for me to, and Jack is a lot more, um, I, I personally speak a lot less eloquent you know, and delivering the dialogue than Jack yes. Shadow would, you know. He's, uh, I think that's one of the reasons that the fans like him is his ability to deliver, the uh, de- delivery, yeah. okay? Yep, yep. Um, with me, I'm just on here basically talking like I'm talking to you or, or my, you know, with the viewers like I do with the Saturday Night Pre-Show. And I let them know, uh, as guest host. this is more of a combination of uh, a watch party and my pre-show um you know uh, i'm not trying to imitate jack shadow um so i've got my own style for that but that i'm wearing a tuxedo i'm 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 kind of donned in the attire of Chili billy that's what he wore it was a tuxedo he didn't get in any costume bill cardell yeah those years he he wasn't a character or he just was um was Chili billy in a tuxedo so i i put on the a tuxedo at a, a tribute a homage to, to Chiller Theater and Chili Billy when I stand in as guest host. But well, I've been doing that more and more recently uh, because it's been it's just been difficult to try to keep up with with all that. The get the the mask that I uh, that I have, this is one of the masks, but see I sculpted this and run the 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 foam latex. Yeah, so it's a soft, uh, stretchable material, painted up. But this is what this is the type of mask that that I wear when I'm playing that character. Um, of course, you do the makeup underneath, the contact lenses, and then you got to layer on the the uh, the costume itself. So it's it's just involved, and and there's a lot of time that goes into preparing the show. Where if I can do the show like as myself, uh it's it's just uh, a lot less preparation. <laughs> a
0: lot less work. Um now do you do the do you do the convention circuits? Are you out there uh you know hitting it hitting it hard or are you one of the people that just kind of stays in your I've gone to a couple
1: events um, that I've been invited to, but other other than that, I I can't say that I really hit those hard. Well, um, back when I first started, I was a little more eager to get out there and do that. Now it's it's not it's not so much. Um, I get invited to to go to certain events and um, or to show up as Jack Shadow somewhere, and and I'll I do that. I do that a little bit less these days over the last couple of years, I don't, I'm not in a big hurry to, to, throw the costume on and, and go somewhere, you know, uh, or I'll, or now I went to this event called gross fest, uh, a couple of years ago it has been canceled and now they're reviving it, uh, because of the COVID restrictions mm-hmm. that they've had. But I said, I'm not going to sit there all day. I don't want to sit there all day in that costume. But what I will do is I'll do half the day as Brian Hogue you know host a chiller chat and uh and then i'll do the second half of the day as jack shadow so sometimes i might i might compromise like that but i don't really hit those conventions
0: uh real hard and heavy to be honest yeah well yeah like i said so, some people they're 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 out there and i i'm like i don't know how you do it because there's people doing shows and at conventions and i'm like. That's a lot of work. I mean, I I do comic book yeah. stuff and stuff like that. Being and I've I've gone way down on even doing those because, you know, I have to get up early, got to get my stuff packed up, got to get everything ready, got to go out for the day, get my kid, my son who helps me, we go set up the show, we do the show, we come home, we eat, you yeah. know, and it's like now I'm like I do that like five times a year. I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay local. Yeah, you're right. That that is a lot. There's a, there's a lot to it they're doing an event here on may 1st uh it's a gross fest halfway to halloween event uh, mm-hmm. that they're doing on may 1st and i i um i'm going to that but i'm not going as as jack shadow i'll be going just as as me <laughs> and uh and I'm not even, I'm sitting at a table with some friends of mine who are independent filmmakers from, from the, 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 that are going to have a table. I said, Hey, they said, Hey, do you want to sit with us? Cause I said, I'm not, I'm not even wanting to take stuff down and and sell it or nothing. I just kind of want to see everybody again. And it's been a couple of years. So I'm just going to kind of wander around and make my rounds. But other than that, I, I don't really like, like you just got done saying it's it, it's is a lot to it to pack no, up everything lot. and yeah. to take and set the thing up and then uh no there's i'm just gonna go say hi <laughs> let yeah. people
0: know i'm still here the, the the i just did a horror hound convention recently and i just went to be as just to go shop and buy stuff and i had people who are like oh you got a table no i'm just here to have fun and, and get stuff and hang out with some friends and stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to have to set up. So it's kind of nice not having to do that. um, Now, I got to get, where can we, where can we see you? Where, where, where are you at? On, on. uh...
1: You can see a lot of the programming on right on my, my chiller night YouTube channel, chiller night YouTube channel. And it uh, used to be called Chiller Night Theater as the YouTube channel. And then I thought, you know, there's a lot more content than just Chiller Night Theater. So, mm-hmm. like my pre-shows on Saturday nights, uh, uh, Chiller Chats, and Chiller Night Theater. So, it's called it's a Chiller Night YouTube channel. And also, the uh, the program, every Saturday night, beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, let me put up the uh, streammedia.tv. Can you see that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's
0: right I mean, behind your name, though. There we go.
1: All right, streammedia.tv. That's where you can you can see the programming every Saturday night, uh, beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern time, and that runs until I have. Uh, I used to do. Chiller Night. The guys from uh, Stream TV, or the the station manager, he said every night I want you to have a bracket of TV time. That's you know from 9 p.m. until like 3:30 in the morning. So I'd run Chiller Night Theater, Chiller Chat, Chiller Night Theater, Chiller Chat, Chiller Night Theater. But now I'm just running this this year. I've just been running Chiller Night Theater episodes until you know pretty much back to back. There might be a few minutes in between each mm-hmm. each show. But I, I've, I've been running uh, four episodes every Saturday night, beginning at 9. So, and that's where you can find it right there. You can go to that site. And they used to have a Roku channel. Their Roku channel is not up at this time, Stream TV. But if you go there, you can watch the, uh, you can click on watch live at the top of the page. And, and that's how you can see the, uh, the programming.
0: Yeah. Because uh, uh, I guess that's an issue right now. Um. I was watching uh like Monster Channel, so I was watching some other horror hosts. And a while back, I, I hadn't watched any on the actual Monster Channel. And then I went to Reddit Run, and it would only load like twenty five percent. And I guess it's an issue with Roku getting rid of independent channels. Oh, so I—that's oh. what I was told. Don't quote me on it, but that's what I heard is that that it's it's cutting back on the independent channels. So,
1: huh i I didn't know that, but that's that's something i'm hoping I'm hoping soon I, in fact, I was just talking to this t v station uh just the other day about this. I want to set it so I can do the shows live like on Saturday night at nine p m like mm-hmm. I'm in the studio doing the show live, but it's also online, you know a mm-hmm. local t v station, but it's also online, and that's something that i I would love to get up and running um, fairly soon. So I'll let you know if that happens. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's my goal. Post
0: it up. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, well, like I said, I do appreciate you coming on here. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about maybe some, you know, upcoming episodes or events that you have going on or anything like that? Well, we just had a, we just had a,
1: a new episode last night for last night's programming so i'm keeping up on you know on on new content uh you can actually see that on the chiller night um i'll put the logo back up there again because it's just again it's just chiller night i kind (laughs) of combined that with chiller theater and fright night you know chiller night that's where i came up with the name but um chiller night youtube channel you can watch that. You can, you can check it out on Facebook. I got a uh, Facebook page for Chiller Night Theater and you can always keep up with the, uh, the, you know whatever I'm doing on, on Facebook. That's probably one of the best ways to do it. I will say this. My website is, is transitioning from Chiller Night Theater to chillernight.com. And so it is not up and running right now. I'm in the process of building it. And because I'm technically uh, challenged in many ways it's it's taken me a little longer than than i'd hope but uh that will be up and running chillernight.com and again if you want to contact me on facebook or Chiller night theater's uh, facebook page you, know,
0: you can do cool. that and i will uh put your information up at the end of the episode so people not only there they can find it there too um but like I said, I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, I don't want to use up any more of your time here. Um, no, you're good. no,
1: thank you. I appreciate you having me on your show. Yeah.
0: Thank you. And thank you for being on the show. Um, it's fun. I've, I've been having a blast because, like I said, horror host fan. And now I'm getting to know these horror hosts and getting to talk to them and stuff like that and getting to know where their their love for the, the genre came from and it, this has been fun, and, and every one of them has been a learning experience, and I don't think that's going to stop, so.
1: You, you know, I'd like to say this real quick. Uh, what I like about your show, uh, what I've seen of it is, uh, in, in, in through today, it, it's real. It's just yeah. real, you know, from from everyday things that, that go on in the background or whatever, yep. that's something that everybody can relate to. Oh, yeah. So, I encourage you to keep that up, you know because that is something everybody watching here can relate to and yep. and you're on a very real personal level yeah and it, it 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 makes these conversations go very smoothly and in my opinion much more interesting if you want it to know what the the person is really like and what they're really thinking yeah because so i appreciate that
0: i thank you um that's kind of what we went with it's it's um yes. we were going to have like a, a like a uh, you know i was going to make like a thing to go back behind here and stuff like that and and i'm like but that's that's not really me and and i'm coming at people um i'm not i guess not coming at people but I'm, i'm talking to people as a fan and as somebody who's genuinely interested in and i think sometimes um some of these shows you know like i don't you know my mic is down here you don't even see my mic and you know you get the shows where they get the big mic in the scene and stuff like that and i was like it kind of comes off as i don't i wouldn't say fake but staged i guess and i think that takes away from the uh the personal interaction of the, of it you know what i mean because that puts something between you and your guest
1: you know you asked me earlier and this is just this circling back to that uh Uh, the question you'd asked me earlier, what advice to give the horror, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, upcoming horror host, if they were interested. And we were talking about, you and I were talking about, just be yourself and then Mm -hmm. up that, okay? You said you're coming at it as a fan. Well, what would would a fan, what would their background look like? Exactly what you have. Yeah. That's who you are. And that's what we would expect to see. So uh, there's the answer to any of the upcoming horror hosts or if you have an interest in doing a podcast show for example like yep. like what you're doing there paul is be yourself yep you know and let that reflect in your background too as well
0: oh, yeah yeah you know see my my dogs being crazy well one dog <laughs> I, i'm not gonna lie that's that's gonna get edited out <laughs> she's uh she's hyper today and i don't know why but uh <laughs> Um, like I said, I, I do appreciate it. I, I thank you very much. Um, I will post uh this episode will not drop Monday, but the following Monday. Okay. So I keep I keep a week ahead and I'm doing another episode tonight so I can get ahead. And I took a week off because I was yeah. just I'm, I'm lie. I was burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, sounds good. So yeah, but I appreciate it and thank you very much. And I will get a hold of you and tell you. When, I'll drop you a line. It says when, when it's going to come out, okay?
1: All right. Sounds good. Thank All you, right. Paul.
0: Well, take care, sir.
1: All right. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
0: All right. We'd love to thank Brian for coming on today's episode. Um, you can find chillertheater.com. You check him out on YouTube. Uh, you will see him as his other incarnation, Jack Shadows. Um, as always, this episode of, of Group Therapy Podcast is brought to you by RU Game, the best comic collectible all-around geek shop located at 124 North Sunset Drive, Pickle, Ohio 45356, and the Group Therapy TV Podcast and Sci Fridays and Saturday Morning Serials. So you can get your fix for 10 hours a day from this guy. So take care. I'll see you there and have a good day. Later.